Well, greetings, friends, and welcome to the Gospel Underground Podcast. This is episode 10, a Christmas tradition. We are broadcasting live, well, live for me, in the new year, 2018, from the blustery and cold power of change headquarters here in Blacksburg, Virginia. I'm your host, Reed Monahan, and my co-host, Jesse Fury. He's on family leave, caring for his wife and kids and a new baby, Hattie. They welcomed her, another special addition to the Fury, the Furious family, uh, here in December, and they are doing well. I guess we could say now they are living fast and furious, part six. How about that, Jesse? Hope you're listening in. I mentioned that it's cold uh, here in Southwest Virginia. You know, it's, um, I don't know if you guys uh, watch the old school uh, Christmas claymation cartoons. They're now on iTunes. Now you get those as digital downloads. I, I confess Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Frosty Snowman, all that kind of stuff. I bought them all this year, uh, and we did have a marathon watching of these things. And there's one, I believe it's Santa Claus is Coming to Town. You know, they, they got that song, so you make up a whole, you know, little kid show from it. Uh, there's two, two uh, I think they're brothers, two brothers in this show. One's a heat miser, uh, you know, they call me heat miser, whatever I touch starts to melt in my clutch. I'm too much. You know that guy? Uh, and also snow miser, right? And snow miser in the show wanted to bring winter or snow to where? The South. Well, <laughs> snow miser, hashtag winning. Uh, my wife and daughters are actually in Florida, uh, with, uh, with my mother-in-law, with their Nana. And even there it's cold. Snow miser getting down all the way down there to Florida uh, over this season. Do stay warm out there. Um, we have an electric heat pump in our house, and man, I'm I'm worried my bill is going to be a billion dollars. You know, this month it is currently minus one wind chill right outside the shed quarters, and my little uh, you know mini split heat pump's doing okay. I think it's 54 degrees in here, keeping me ready to go. Uh, but uh, we do have a propane uh, thing in our basement that we're burning most of the time trying to keep that heater off because if you know about heat pump science technology, it goes into something called auxiliary heating, man, where you just lighten up resistance coils to heat it, and man, that is uh, expensive. Uh, All right, guys, we're talking about Christmas traditions here today. We just finished up the holiday season. Hope you guys had a Merry Christmas, or if you're listening from the UK somewhere in the old empire, Happy Christmas. Uh, we flip the happy and the merry with New Year's here in the States, but Christmas is great, right? Um, there's food going down, there's family, there's traditions, there's Santa Claus, there's folks that ain't doing Santa Claus, people that are doing Santa Claus, there's those who are, you know, talking about the real Saint Nicholas, you know, he's getting it down with the heretics in the ancient world and uh, re- representing good doctrine in the world, and, you know, there's those fighting the wars over... Christmas, Xmas, keep Christ in Christmas, all that. I'm not going to talk about that today. But I am going to talk about something uh, in my own family that we've been doing for many, many years that uh, has been a blessing to us all. And I certainly want to encourage other uh, parents, particularly fathers, um, to maybe consider something similar, not maybe the exact thing, uh, but something that does the same thing. I'm the founder and president of a ministry called Power of Change. And our mission is very simple, impact and influence the coming generation, particularly in the post-Christendom West uh, culture with the gospel. So um, I care a lot. I became a Christian as a young man, 20 years old, studying physics uh, on a wrestling scholarship at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, represent ACC. Um, 
And I love that age group. And so a lot of my time is spent speaking the gospel to uh, college students, university students, but I'm also working to serve and help equip those who we feel are very influential to the coming generation. For us, that's church planters, starting new churches to reach the next generation, uh, pastors, and the most important evangelists in the history of the world, parents, moms, and dad. I actually do a, a parenting conference that focuses mainly on the younger years of children, but also uh, jumps in on teenage stuff because that's where I'm living now, man. I'm living in the teenage world, 16, 14, and even Tommy, man, he's he's about to hit that what he calls puberty. We're making lots of jokes about puberty these days because we're dudes, you know what I'm saying? I will leave that there. But I, I have a real passion about being a dad, about being a father, right? And I, I wanted Christmas to be about Jesus and not just, you know, me getting stuff, which which it can be so, uh, so often in consumeristic uh, Western civilization. And so, uh, but I didn't want to get involved, you know, in fighting the secular man or anything like that. But what could I do uh, as a dad to give good gifts to my kids at Christmas time that might reflect to them who, who God is, right? Uh, God the Father, uh, the one whom has created all things. And even uh, in looking at the Old Testament, the New Covenant, right? Um, uh, shows an age or a relational reality with God and one another that has a lot to do with the hearts of the fathers. I'll just read you uh, from the great uh, prophet Malachi, or if you are of Italian persuasion, he can be the great Italian prophet Malachi. Uh, This is Malachi 4. Four uh, through six. Remember the law of my servant Moses, the statutes and rules I commanded him at Horeb for all of Israel. Behold, I will send Elijah the prophet before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. The the day of the Lord is coming uh, when Christ becomes King of all things, and the whole cosmos is brought uh, back under the rule and reign of the covenant King Jesus. Right, that's coming, and He will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the land with a decree of utter destruction. Malachi chapter 4. Now, as a young dad, I was thinking, how can that kind of reality where fathers and children, uh, hearts united uh, in the gospel under Jesus, how can I use Christmas time, right, which can be a lot about little kids, right, Um, to, to reflect that in my home? So, Years ago, I started a, a little tradition in our family of writing to each of my children at Christmas time. We call it Christmas letter. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about execution or how how to go about doing this kind of thing here in a moment. Uh, but I found the practice to be simple, uh, and uh, it's a practice now that uh, we all look forward to. I look forward to it. I love writing these, uh, and my children look forward to it on Christmas morning. It's highlight reel, uh, sports center top ten thing in our family every year uh, uh, occurrence on Christmas morning. I'm going to break this up into two parts. Uh, this podcast, and then I'm going to have a special guest on uh, at the end. We might get uh, him to say a little bit of something about Christmas letters, but mainly uh, he's going to help me with my reviewish section on the Lego movies. All right, but I'm going to break this podcast up into two parts, kind of the what and why. What am I trying to do? Why am I trying to do it? That's part one, and I'll give you a little uh, acronym for that. And then secondly, how or execution or follow through, how to, how I go about doing it. Again, I hope you listen to part one, what and why, 
and figure out your own way to do these things, right? To, to bless your children, to turn them to Jesus, to call them to the Lord, call them uh, to love in, in their own family. You can do lots of things to do that. Uh, this is just one thing, Christmas letters. And then how, I'll share, I'll share exactly what I do. All right, uh, we're jumping in. Why and how? I'm going to give you an, this acronym, C-A-C-C, okay? The letter C, capital C, A. CC. You can think of it this way. Conference. What's the best conference? The Atlantic Coast Conference. C-A-C-C. That's, you help your little memory there. But these letters stand for connect, affirm, challenge, and call. Connect, affirm, challenge, and call. And by connect, I begin these letters trying to connect with my kids' hearts as human beings. Uh, one of the one of my goals for life is to have well, when my funeral happens, whenever that happens, if it's tomorrow, fifty years, whenever that happens, or or when kingdom comes, you know, maybe 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 I won't have a funeral. Um, I want my kids to know me. I want them to know my heart. Uh, I don't want them to have some distant uh, picture of a father they didn't know who had no time for them and did not allow his heart to be with them for them. Uh, in a real tangible presence. And so connection with my kids, right, is very important to me. And so in these letters, uh, I want to make a human connect. So I do that by kind of I jump in their world. I know their world. I kind of travel with them during the year. I follow what's going on in their story. Uh, And I try to have a little fun with them in these Christmas letters. So connection, that's number one in the what and the why. Uh, Number two, uh, what I want to do is affirm them. I want to bless them. I want them to know uh, that I have their back. I'm looking out for them. Uh, and I want them to know that I delight in them. So I affirm uh, what they're doing well in life. I affirm aspects of their character, uh, certain traits or fruits of the Spirit of God that I see flourishing or birthing in their lives, even in seed form. Um, I want to affirm the work of God in my kids' lives as little human beings. Uh, Connect with them as humans, affirm them for who they are and what they're doing. Uh, And then number three, challenge them. Challenge them. I know each uh, kid growing up has various challenges in their life. They have difficulties. Uh, They have things coming down the road to them simply because of the age they are in the society we live in, uh, in the people around them. Are you going into middle school? That might be a big deal, right? Uh, If you're going to college in a few years, that's a very big deal. So I look at what uh, challenges are in my kids' lives, uh, what character areas might need to be called out and called up. Um, you know, some, 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 one of my children is dealing with anger or one is, uh, uh, dealing with lethargy or just being uh, happy go lucky in the wrong moments in time. Uh, maybe we can speak to these things together. I want to challenge them in their growth in the Lord, uh, and challenge them, uh, in light of the future things that I see that they will need to be well-equipped to go down the river of life, connect with them, affirm them challenge them, and then number four, call them forward or call them up uh, into the relationship with God and into his future. Call them forward in the Lord. Uh, you know, I want them to dream. I want them to have certain hearts for using uh, who they are for the purposes of the kingdom of God. And so I want to call them to that, first of all. And this comes from a book uh, that I read years ago called The Call by Oz Guinness of the uh, Guinness Brewing Company. I believe he is of that family. 
if you want to you want a quick reviewish book uh, in search of God and Guinness it's about beer and Jesus got to read that book uh, but Oz Guinness wrote this book called the call and he speaks of two callings uh, in the life of a follower of Jesus first he would say is our primary calling is our calling to Christ uh, to his uh, lordship to a relationship with him to this covenantal reality uh, with God and his people whereby which we receive the spirit forgiveness of sins and the life to come in our lives the cause so I call my kids to Christ I want more than anything for them to know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his suffering and becoming like him in his death Philippians 3 that somehow they're to attain the resurrection of the dead that we would be a family in Christ, in the new covenant, on our way to kingdom, right? Kingdom is coming. We're there, part of that. I tell my kids, when I'm dead, follow Jesus. There's uh, where you'll find me. Uh, he is the delight. I'll be uh, on, his, uh, on his coattails, and we'll rejoice together forever. I want my kids to know the Lord. Call them to Christ. Uh, and, then, and, and, and then this comes from the Latin word for call, vocare, uh, vocation, right? Vocare, calling, secondary calling was what Os Guinness uses that language. Primary calling to Christ and sonship, secondary calling as in the world, right? And on his mission in the sense of using all that we are for all his glory. So what is our purpose? What, is our, uh, what are we going to use our gifts that God has given us, our intellectual gifts, our physical gifts, our relational gifts, uh, the spiritual gifts he's given us? What are we, how are we using those uh, in the world to serve his church and his kingdom? Secondary calling. So uh, we will talk about various things that I see my kids you know, want to do with their lives based on the gifts they have. You know, We're not a communist uh, society in the sense that my kids aren't getting identified by a central party for being good engineers and going to be sent to a certain college or anything like that, right? Uh, but if I see an engineer in my home, I want to fan into flame mathematical gifts, scientific gifts, so that uh, engineering could be uh, a potential vocational calling. And so this is what I do. This is, this is what I do and why I want to connect with my kids. I want to affirm them. I want to challenge them in their character and their life and their growth and the, towards the future. And then I want to call them forward to the Lord and in the Lord towards vocational calling. That's the why and the what. Remember, C-A-C-C, connect, affirm, challenge, call, forward, right? Uh, or you can remember that by saying, what's the best conference? Atlantic Coast Conference. I know, SEC, you got the national championship game, and blah, 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 but your uh, Big Ten brothers might have a little something to say about bowl game uh, uh, performance. That's football for non-sports people back to our show. Now, that is the, the, the what and the why, C-A-C-C, connect, affirm, challenge, call. Uh, okay, Christmas letters. How, how do I do this? What, what is the actual execution of uh, one of these letters? Well, I write one per kid. I'm not like writing two sing sentences in a big letter to each kid, right? I got three kids, uh, three living children, um, and I write one letter per child, and it's personalized, right? I usually block out a recurring appointment in my uh, calendar, uh, and I usually write these depending on travel schedule, but most of the time, 99% of the time, um, I write these on Christmas Eve. Um, now, during the year, I do, I do drop some things sometimes in an Evernote file or whatever you do for organizational thing. If you see something significant like a milestone or an accomplishment or a challenge or a deep painful thing, Happening in your kid's life, man, drop it in a file. You don't want to forget that, man. That's got to be uh, in the Christmas uh, letter. So I, 
I kind of prepare throughout the year, not not heavily, man. I'm not I'm not spending a lot of time on these until Christmas Eve. Then I jump in and I hammer them out. I write them. I write them stream of consciousness, and I typically don't edit them. Uh, the reason why is that my oldest is an editor. She's an English. She loves writing, and I think it's funny for her to hear my typos uh, when I when I write these. So and and I'm and I don't want to spend time over editing because why? Because why? Right? This is, I'm not publishing these for the world. Uh, I'm giving these to my children. So. Um, uh, one per kid, personalized. Okay, I do. I do these on uh, on paper. Um, I do print them. I have a, a festive design, so I'm using greens and reds and stuff, man. Um, I stick to one page. I'm not trying to write a, a treatise uh, on a kid because I'm doing one a year. Um, and then I try to make them look halfway decent, dropping in pictures uh, that relate to something going on in their life, like right now or during the year. This again in the connection part, and I have a little fun with them. I, I put them in envelopes. I print them out. Oh, sorry, trees, and I put them in envelopes. I write their name on the envelope, and I put them on our Christmas tree. So it's like ornaments go up. My my wife and kids love doing that ornament stuff. I'm 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 you know to be honest, guys, right? I'm I'm okay either way, right? I like to sit there. I put some on this year, but I string the lights outside and do the whole decorative thing because my wife loves it and my oldest loves it, and, and the kids like it, man. This the house, you know, we do the thing, and so uh, I put them on the tree as kind of the last uh, trimming of our Christmas tree. So we use Christmas Eve night. There's some envelopes. Uh, my favorite is what I use, kind of like a fatter, bigger envelopes that were uh, like that brown khaki color. This year, I only had number 10 white envelopes. Those work as well. So I put them on the tree um, so the kids know when they're getting presents or whatever, uh, opening stockings. They know. They know there's something left for them uh, on the tree. Now, when, on Christmas morning, um, I read these letters to each individual kid uh, one at a time. They literally crawl and sit in my lap. Man, I'm not trying to be Santa Claus. Um, I'm trying to be dad. You know what I'm saying? Um, they literally crawl. They still do this. All three of them crawl up into my lap. My kids are pretty big now, man. They're Like my oldest two look like grown people. Um, my son, he's still a little bit small, but not that small. But they crawl up into my lap. My 16-year-old this year sitting in my lap. Um, and I read them to them. I, I'm not going to say I get through them without a little teary eyes. You know what I'm saying? Um, but again, I want them to have my heart. And, and I'm not faking the funk on the teary dad junk. All right? Um, and, and my kids can keep them. Now, my oldest has all of hers. I believe Kyleen said she may have uh, lost hers uh, in the move from New Jersey to Virginia. Uh, but they take them and keep them. Um, and Kyleen, uh, no worries, because I got them digitally. Um, they keep them and have kept them over the years as something very, very special. And I hope, man, I hope when I'm dead they might read these. Um, I'm going to get emotional on the podcast. Um, so that that's what I do. And I'm, I'm going to close this uh section of this um, Christmas tradition, and I'm just going to be a little vulnerable with the, the, the you undergrounders out there, um, and I'm going to read these from this year, okay, they might have typos, again, I don't do editing on them, you can't see them, maybe I'll put a picture of one uh, in the show notes for you uh, from my computer screen here, or maybe I'll put them on a, on a table and take a snapshot, but I'm going to read these to you um, in the old, uh, order of my children, uh, oldest uh, to youngest. And so this is Kayla's. Um, it has a little, couple little ducks at the top because I heard my nickname for her is Baby Duck. Remember Connection? And there's a picture of a car. Oh, my goodness. Uh, her high school mascot and a soccer ball uh, throughout, uh, craftedly down the letter and using the appropriate use of white space in the graphic design. But here's what I said to uh, my oldest this year. Kayla Joy Monahan, comma, a.k.a. Baby Duck. Again, um, 
if you're out there and you want to marry my daughter someday, you cannot use that uh, terminology for her. That's mine. Uh, well, by the time you read this letter, you'll be all big time driving around this town. Hard to believe, but then again, you're so ready for all God is bringing your way. A friend texted me the other day mentioning how we've got young ladies now in our family. That was from my friend John Maurer. Uh, I wrote back, they are wonderful young ladies. A truer statement could not be made of you as to my opinion of who you are. Yes, you do things in this life very well. I would never dismiss or make light of your academic excellence, your 98 on your math analysis midterm, uh, your great uh, 10th grade PSAT score, your soccer perseverance, and the amazing friend you are to many. I would never make light of all these accomplishments that have flowed from the way you live your life. Yet I'm most proud of your love for family, friends, and most importantly, your love for our Lord. You had trials and difficulty and have responded well, and you have major transition. Uh, you've had a major transition and landed on your feet running at Blacksburg High School. This comes from who you are and whose you are, and the other things flow out of this center for you. We've also started our discussion of universities, college life, and many challenges and times of joy coming ahead. Books, boys, and staying in the Bible are sure to be part of your college experience. We are praying with you now, here to discuss anything you like, and are looking forward to seeing where the Lord will take you in your undergraduate studies. I, for one, still think you have some things to explore in your soul through soccer, if you want to. I think there's a lot left there to go after. This is up to you, and I'm doing my best to keep my distance, though sometimes I jump back in. Forgive me when I overstep, I push too hard or too much, or I grow harsh due to my own sin and my deep love for you. I can, I can go wrestling coach on my soccer player kids sometimes, just being honest. That's not in the letter. Sophomore year uh, is halfway done, and I can just say, well done, exclamation point. And I did see that I used done two times in that sentence. It's okay, my editor friend. You are a beautiful woman, Joy. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her the fruit of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. Proverbs 31, 30 and 31. And I want you to remember, whether you've been good or bad, whether you're happy or sad, don't forget joy. I will always love you. And I sign it Dada, D-A-D-A, because -A -A, that's what I do with my joy. All right, number two. Um, this is uh, Kyleen Jordan. Uh, she used to say when she was little, my name, Kai Jordan. I'll never forget that, even though she is 14 and now uh, very much not a little kid. Uh, I have a little uh, iconography on the front of a, of a literal eye, like an eye in your head, uh, a love heart and a letter U. I love you. I used to signal that to her when she was little. So that's part of it. And I have some candy there because I call her Sweetie Kai. So Kyleen Jordan a.k.a. Sweetie Kai or Kai Kai, I'm getting all the nicknames in. Uh, so many challenges have come your way here in the last two years, and you've rolled with it with focus, poise, and a little panache. She didn't know the meaning of the word panache, so I expand a little vocabulary there, you know what I'm saying? Watching you live your life in your way just makes me and your mother pause and smile. Whether it's a coy grin on your face after you tie up a big girl for a jump ball in the basketball court, or pester someone leading to a good steal. We just think to ourselves and look at each other. We just love Kai. Go get him. 
You've set and are keeping very high standards for your own character, your schoolwork, and athletics, and you don't let anyone close you down. You're going to be a CEO, exclamation point, and then have kids and do it your way. Confound the misogynists, enrage the feminists. That's a little joke we have with Kai. I I love the way you stay at something with grit and focus, Kyleen. Some of your art projects I would give up on in five minutes, but you put five hours in to make it just right. Your passion shows up when you drop a great assist in soccer and when your eyes well up in tears with disappointment, even when you keep showing up, showing up to improve. Olympic development soccer, question mark, show up until they tell you to go home. We know what you can do. She's uh, in process of trying to make the state team. She's almost there, but it's close. She might get cut. We don't know yet. Um, continuing the letter. Now that you're 14 and living in ladylands, um, you will continue to be refined by God's grace, adjusting to circumstances, and allowing various relationships to shape your life. You are coming to a big transition next year as you head to the high school. As an 8th grader, you were one of the big titans, uh, Blacksburg Middle School Titans. Uh, next year, you will become a little bear cub. They're the Bruins. Uh, thank God we are not the Zebras. The Zebras is a mascot of a high school in New Jersey. We think Zebra is not a good mascot. In many ways, high school is very much similar to the world you are studying and relating to today. In some ways, the stakes just go up as kids can get involved in things that really hurt them. Be a good friend to all, an example for Jesus, and continue to steer clear of all the noise and the nonsense. You may be called a goody-goody, a nerd, blah, blah, blah. Who cares about all the nosy noise and opinions that don't matter in this world? You, Kai, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. Let your life be in the hands of God and shine out for Him. Always remember, sweetie, whether you've been good or bad, whether you're happy or sad, I want you to know one thing, your father. That's what she calls me sometimes. And I put a little peapot at the bottom because Kylene talks in British accents. And we had a road trip uh, this past year. And when we had to stop and go to the bathroom, uh, we would say to each other, I got a pee, I got a pee. So there's a little pee there on the bottom of the page because I like laughing with Kai. All right, last letter. Uh, and hopefully these aren't becoming tedious for you. I'm enjoying it. So we'll keep on. This is to Tommy Reed. There's a picture of Wayne Rooney at the top of the page. Wayne Rooney uh, is the all-time leading goal scorer for my football club. I support Manchester United. Um, he just went back to his boyhood club of Everton. And so he, Rooney is in an Everton jersey. Tommy did not like Wayne Rooney when he played for Manchester United. Um, now Rooney is the leading goal scorer for Everton Football Club. And now uh, Tommy might like Rooney a little bit, just saying. Uh, so here goes the letter. Tom Tom, T Tom, my buddy. Tommy Reed. Rudy! That's why I say Wayne Rooney's name in our house. Just kidding. Uh, Wayne Rooney is not why I'm writing you this Christmas. He does have 10 goals now for the men in blue, though. Rudy! Tommy, you've transitioned uh, to a new school this year like a champ and without much of a hitch at all. You've made friends, been a good help to your fifth grade teacher, and you don't even like pajama day. Amen. Good job, buddy. Pajama Day seems to be something that the Arsenal Football Club might do. Sorry, Eric Brewhouse. 
Uh, we are so proud of your engagement with your maths, M-A-T-H-S. That is a British spelling and how you, on your own initiative, have gone after IXL this year. IXL is a computer online math program that Tommy does on his own initiative uh, every morning before breakfast. The key to growing as a student uh, is the more you focus and the more responsibility you take for your own learning. Put in the work, love learning, and do your best at all things, and that is a sure path ahead for you, T-Tom. This past week, I loved watching you play indoor soccer with your team. Your tenacity, your passion, your aggression made me want to just fist bump, chest bump, and high five you and push you down. So awesome, buddy. You have some real talent and ability, son. Fan into flame and go for it. The more you do on your own, the more you push yourself above the level of our local club will be key. Keep the ball on your feet, find time in the backyard to push yourself and develop your technical skills, and you will go for far. More importantly, as Charlie is a Red once taught, this is a guy on YouTube, you can look up Charlie is a Red, you will outpassion them. That's a little phrase that Tommy and I use, we outpassion them. I want you to remember some of the verses you learned back at the Wilberforce School. That was our school in New Jersey. Shout out to the Wilberforce peeps. And keep its truth every day before you as you head into middle school next year. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. Colossians 3:23 and 24. And puberty is coming! Exclamation point. We have so many fun things to talk about and experience as dudes. Always remember, whether you've been good or bad, whether you're happy or sad, I want you to know one thing. I love you, buddy. And I signed his Dude Bro. Now, this is a little funny story because we have a game plan. You know, some um, grandparents are called Grandpa or or Nana or Nona or Mimi, you know, that kind of stuff, right? Papaw. Um, I'm trying to get ahead of the curve a little bit, a little ahead of the game. And Tommy and I have decided that his children, Lord willing, if he has kids, you know, if he gets married, if he has children, uh, are going to call me dude bro. And it's going to go like this. I'm going to call my grandkids on the phone, probably the guys, you know, the girls, if they want to, if they like it, we'll go in. Um, and I'm just going to say this to my grandkids. I'm going to, uh, in honor of my friend, Steve Huber, I'm going to say, dude. And of course they're going to respond, bro. That's what we're going to do. I'm going to be dude, bro. Well, that's just an example of uh, my Christmas letters this year, 2017, uh, to my kids. And if anything, um, I hope it inspires the moms and dads out there, particularly the dads. Dads, let's get in it, man. Uh, you might want to adopt this, do some Christmas letters. You might want to uh, create another tradition that uh, that, that kind of calls, affirms, and, and sends your kids into the future. Uh, whatever you do, uh, let your hearts be for them and with them. And your home team then might flourish in the grace. I uh, might flourish in the name of the Lord Jesus. Quite literally, if you heard an inter, uh, interruption there in my audio, uh, Tommy Reed just tried to FaceTime me. Um, I think he wants me to come watch Oklahoma State versus NC State in Italy wrestling uh, on our Apple TV. So I'm going to go to that. Thanks, guys. Uh, next up, we're going to have our reviewist segment where I'm going to jump on here with Tommy. 
Uh, and we're going to talk about Lego movies. My friend Ted Stark from Cali, California, met Ted in New Jersey. He's one of the listeners. He's one of the guys that's reviewed the Gospel Underground podcast on iTunes. You should do that, guys. Go review us. Give us five stars. Uh, Ted Stark said I should review the Lego movies. And so we're not going to do a whole review, right? Because we don't do that on, on the Underground. But we will do a little reviewish. And I'm going to bring on my a local Lego expert, uh, Thomas Reed, to help me with that. Be back in a moment. Books and tech and movies and things, but don't care enough to write anything. It's not a review, we're not that into it. So sit right down, it's time for reviewish. All right, we are back now with our reviewish segment uh, for here on episode 10. And we're taking up the Lego movies. And so I tell you what, man, we, we love Legos. All my kids love Legos. Tommy's gotten Lego sets. Uh, all the time and his sisters love to help him put them together man we just we're just in man we watch the the shows we netflix and watch lego shows and so we are huge fans of the lego movies and uh, so i've brought my lego expert in today tommy reads hello tom hello <laughs> that's my boy um he he's gonna give us a little insight into uh, the most recent lego movie uh because there's been three all right the first one just called uh the lego Movie that gave us the song Everything is Awesome, right? What's the main character's name in that? Emmett. Emmett. Okay, Emmett. He's smelling like a blossom. Everything is awesome. That guy, right? That was a good movie, right? You had Morgan Freeman. You had Cats. Uh, what was the What was the thing called? The Craggle? Was that what was it called? Uh, it was a big super glue thing, right? Um, really, really good. Great soundtrack. Good story arc. You know, uh, Emmett dealing with the contours of life instead of just the world where everything is awesome. And you have this neat uh, concept of jumping in and out of the real world and the Lego world. Really great. Now, I, I probably think um, the second Lego movie, which was what, Tom? Lego Batman. Lego Batman. I, I really think this was the best of the three, personally. Would you agree on that one? Yeah, I probably would. Okay. Um, I would say it's maybe the the one of the best uh, movie intros of any kind of movie of all time. Now, movie people don't get so caught up with some classic movie that you love. Um, but Batman uh, begins the Batman Lego movie with this great monologue where he's like, Darkness parents should be nervous you know warner bros for warner brothers and he goes and then dc comics which is what the the house that what was it tom the house that batman founded <laughs> the house that batman built come at su- what superman come at me bro right that kind of thing and then it begins with this uh great sequence with uh, setting up the two main characters the joker and batman and their relationship where the joker feels like he's his uh primary villain and Batman is like acting like you don't care about nobody. So with do you explore the emotional darkness of the Batman in the Lego movie and in the, in the song we bought the soundtrack because the, so- the song of that initial action sequence fight scene is is just amazing. So like you get lines like who always pays their taxes? Not Batman. <laughs> That's right. Not Batman. And he's got what a six pack, an eight pack, or a nine pack nine. of nine pack of abs. Uh, they just gotta love it. So when when the trailer came out for uh, Lego Ninjaga movie, right this past year, uh, two thousand seventeen into two thousand seventeen, uh, I would say our family was pretty pretty excited. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. we were pretty pretty excited. Yeah, because Ninjago, Tom, tell us a little bit about where what Ninjago is. Uh, in terms of the originals um, and the, what this movie is based on. Okay, so this movie is based on a cartoon series that Lego made, and it's about these 
ninjas that learn how to do this thing called spinjitsu where they spin around really fast <laughs> and make a little tornado. Yes, yeah, And then they go through life as ninjas. Yeah, that's right. That's right. There's five of them, right? How many colors are there? There's blue, black, white, red, green later on. Yeah, the green ninja comes later, yeah. And then there's okay, and then there's a there's a teacher named uh, Sensei Wu. Sensei Wu, yeah. Uh, and then the the uh, villain of a Ninjago world is who? Garmadon. Yeah, he's uh, Lord Garmadon. You know, kind of like a multi-armed Darth Vader kind of character. And so, uh, man, when we saw the trailer, let me say this: if you want to watch Lego Ninjaga movie, watch the trailer. Trailer is great. We just rented the movie recently. And let's be honest, uh, and this came strongly from Kyleen and Tommy, who were probably the most Ninjago-oriented of our family. They love Ninjago. Uh, the movie fell a little bit flat for us, didn't it, Tom? Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about the movie, buddy? I thought the movie was, it, it didn't connect to the show because, like, the characters' faces and their things were all different. And Garmadon was a little, like, ooh, you know, he was a little, <laughs> he's a little, like, why is this happening? A little too much sometimes. Yeah, he was a little whiny, wasn't he? Yeah. It's like whiny. And so they try to explore the father-son thing between, uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, between Lord Garbadon and his son, who is the... Green Ninja. He's the Green Ninja. What's his name? Lloyd. Yeah, Lloyd. It's spelled L-L-O-Y-D. So uh, one of the funny lines of the movie, he calls him... Uh, what's L- he calls him Lloyd. Lloyd. Yeah, so... Uh, but yeah, it was just like it wasn't it wasn't true to its original source materials. So that was a little little disappointment. It somewhat was, but not really. Uh, in fact, uh, Kylene said that after they saw that movie, they had to go back and watch some episodes on Netflix to do what kind of to re- refresh the good old memories. That's right. Purge uh, the movie uh, with some good cartoons of spin jitsu. So uh, you might like it. This is one of those movies, guys. You know you've seen them, right? And many times it's in comedies where the trailer has these amazing uh, lines like Lord Garmadon's, you know, butt dialed Laloy. He's like, I didn't call you. Why would I call you? And then he's like, Laloy in one scene says, you ruined my life. And Garmadon says, what, as a dad? How could I have ever ruined your life? I was never there for you. <laughs> yeah, so, so these are in the trailer, right? And it is one of those movies where like all the good parts are, are what in the trailer and so even like they use uh taylor swift i had to ask kayla who who the artist was of that uh that song bad blood you know we got bad blood <laughs> and so the Lloyd lord garmadon thing is on display and it, look it's not worthless i mean we're glad we rented it somewhat uh but in light of the lego movie with emmett uh and uh you know morgan freeman's little prophet character and uh in light of batman um uh, Ninjago was a little bit of a letdown. And so, um, yeah, Tommy, anything, final words on uh, Lego Ninjago, the movie? Um, what was your favorite part of the movie? What was the most redeeming part? Um, when they talked about the ultimate, ultimate weapon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll leave that for you guys who might rent the movie. There is the ultimate, ultimate weapon, which is creative and is funny. And uh, we'll let you know exactly how that, we, even how they execute the ultimate, ultimate weapon uh, is, is pretty hilarious. So that's a good part. We'll end on a good part here. Uh, thanks, Tom, for joining us. Any final words for the uh, undergrounders, the uh, listeners of our podcast? 
Not really. Not really. Tommy is our talkative one. Uh, give a little love to him. Say say goodbye. Say shout out. Uh, give him some final words. Tommy is raising his shoulders saying, I don't want to. <laughs> All right, signing off. That's reviewish for the day on Lego movies. See them all. Uh, but if you got to see one, see which one, Tom? Lego Batman. Lego Batman. All right. Well, friends, uh, I guess that's a wrap for today. Enjoy your family. Stay warm. Create some traditions that can point to the gospel. And as always, uh, we are thankful for all of you who listen in and for all those who help us make the Gospel Underground happen. Thanks to Sugar and the High Lows for allowing us to license the song See It For Yourself. As our theme song, the Gospel Underground is a joint production of Power of Change and the Bonhoeffer House. Send your comments, feedback, opinions on Lego Ninjago uh, to us here at info at gospelunderground.org, info at gospel underground org send us your christmas letters next year we'd love to see those we are a dialogue taking place in the borderlands between the church and culture look forward to a special episode here soon where jesse's going to interview a global theologian and we look forward to that god bless and have a great 2018 peace